Hey, this is Dave Pryor for projectmanagement.com. You're probably listening to this on their website, so I'd like to thank them once again for being a sponsor. And I am at the 2018 Global Scrum Gathering in very snowy Minneapolis. And right now I am sitting with the co-CEOs, a trio of new people that are leading the Scrum Alliance, not new to the Scrum Alliance, but new to this role. So I've got Shannon Carter from Education, Hanada Lurch market from Marketing. And I got it right, did I say it right? Okay. And Angie Stekovich from Finance. Um, thank you all for being here. Could you talk a little bit about this change with the new leadership role? Sure, Dave. Thanks for taking time to have the discussion today. Um, we are a very agile team-based leadership approach currently. Um, it's a reflection of how we've worked in the past, and we've just added a little structure to what naturally worked with us. Um, we wanted our community to know we now have a defined leadership approach. Yeah, this is Shannon, and I'm thrilled to be a part of this team, and I've been a part of this team for a year, just assumed a new role. Um, and a cross-functional leadership team is um, the most agile example of how to lead. Okay. Um, it reflects our values, and it reflects how we work, uh, and it has had been a seamless transition from being part of the leadership team to being co-CEOs with Hanada and Angie. Okay. Yeah, it's super exciting. I'm, I'm super excited to be part of this very agile team. Okay, and you're all still responsible for the other areas that you're responsible yes. for, right? Yes. yes. So, we're here at the Global Scrum Gathering, largest one ever, right? Yes. What are some new things that are happening here? Well, actually, it's been a real year of innovation. When I think about the, to me, the gatherings are a mark. It's, it's a time to look back for the prior 12 months, and okay. we sort of look back at how we have uh, developed and innovative in the la innovated in the last year. Um, one thing we've really focused on is building tangible benefits for our certified Scrum practitioners. Okay. We know people are certified for really intrinsic reasons, for um, they're more competent, they're lifelong learners, they want to bring value to their workplaces. But we also understand that providing tangible benefit, um, real things for the dollars and time they spend were important. And so we've particularly focused on the CSP, the Certified Scrum Professional Audience. Um, we have 9,000 CSPs right now. And they are real transformation agents. They're the ones every day in organizations helping with agile transformations. Okay. And so we've done a couple things to help them. Um, one, we've partnered with Comparative Agility, which is the largest agile tool, uh, organizational agile measurement tool um, in the world with over 2 million data points on different uh, categories or characteristics of agility. And so CSPs will receive free benefits or free subscription to okay. that survey. And they can use that as a way to help their clients develop their agile capabilities. Um, that's been key for us. Um, we also are launching digital badges in the next year okay. so that all of our certificates can share their success um, in, on their social media platforms. You know, the days of resumes um, are rapidly going away <laughs> uh, and we needed to replace those so people could share their accomplishments on okay. social media and online profiles. Um, but I think really the uh, uh, biggest and most exciting benefit that we're, uh, or partnership that we're announcing is one with uh, Scrum Inc. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jeff Sutherland, the co-creator of Scrum and one of the original signatories on the Agile Manifesto. Um, we have partnered and created a new company called Scrum at Scale. Okay. This new joint venture is owned half by the Scrum Alliance and half by Scrum Inc. Okay. Um, and we are offering a scaling offering to our trainers and coaches to teach scaling of Agile and Scrum across the enterprise. Okay. And so um, we have launched that joint partnership and are really proud to be affiliated with uh, Dr. Sutherland and his team 
and to be able to provide our trainers and coaches a second uh, scaling framework that they can use to assist at their yes, clients. I, I wanted to ask about that because when I, I knew there was something was coming and I was a little worried it was going to be another announcement about large-scale Scrum because that's happened a couple of times already uh -huh. and we know that that relationship has deepened, but how does that change with this new relationship with Jeff? Um, you know, a year ago, our trainers told us the most important offering for us to add was one around scaling. They also told us that uh, less was a preferred method, but uh, they told us with an equally loud voice that they wanted more than one offering. Okay. And we recognize that uh, as an alliance, our role is to give our trainers um, as many ways to approach scaling as work for them. Okay. And so we are, we are agnostic when it comes to the approach, and we let the trainers and coaches decide um, how we can scale Scrum in whatever way works for their clients or culture. Okay, cool. Um, so you've got the new thing with Jeff, biggest Scrum gathering ever. I, I did want to ask one thing about CSPs. Yeah. How do you explain to the market the difference between a CSM and a CSP? I know that there's now stages, sure. but what, what should business folks expect out of a CSP that they might not see in a CSM or a CSP? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so one of the definitions of a certified professional, and I'm talking not just in Agile or Scrum, but, but industry, across industries, they, they define it as having four E's, okay. exam, experience, ethics, and education. Okay. And so a CSM student has education, um, quality education through our trainers. They then take an exam and then they sign an ethics statement to complete the certification process. Okay. But that fourth leg on the, school, on the stool is experience. Yeah. And I think a hiring manager, um, anybody in HR or talent development wants to know that it's more than letters behind your name, that that's a first step in the journey. Mm -hmm. And by the time they get to the CSP level, they have to have had two years of experience and demonstrated competency validated by a trainer yeah. that, um, that they can then take to the employer. So the CSM is the beginning of the journey. Right. The CSP adds that fourth leg in the stool experience, okay. which we think is sort of the gestalt of a, a certified professional. Okay, so can I check in with you on yeah. the way I explain it? When I'm teaching the classes, I explain that at the CSP level, a parallel for the project management space would be if getting a PMP meant you had to actually be good at the job, as well as pass the test. Correct. That that's what that's what this is. That's the exactly agile right. Okay. It's a more of a practice base. So we sort of say the CSM is a knowledge based. The advanced CSM is um, uh, sort of a competency based, and the professional okay. is really situational judgment. Okay. Um, it builds that piece of it in. And actually, since you mentioned the exams, uh, one thing I didn't uh, mention initially is we are revising our CSM exams. Uh, we have done a survey to. Uh, hundreds of thousands of CSMs. Uh, we already have three or four thousand back in a couple days. Okay. That will define the knowledge and skills you need to be a CSM. Cool. That will be the formation of the new tests, and there will be multiple versions. And we'll be launching our first CSPO exam at the end of this year. <laughs> so yes, I've heard uh, everybody but CM CS CSPO students are excited about that. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, we're very excited about that. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So what else is going on? Well, we uh, recently uh, launched and distributed the State of Scrum. Okay. So the um, Scrum Alliance sponsors the annual uh, State of Scrum survey to support our community with data about the Scrum use, uh, common practices, you know, challenges, uh, right. successes. And uh, this delves into agile transformation and issues of scaling to both the practitioner uh, and also the coach training perspective. Okay. 
Uh, we actually surveyed this year um, about, it, it was actually surveyed, it was done at the end of last year and released in, uh, in January. We surveyed about, we surveyed about 2,000, more than 2,000 people in 76 countries, okay. uh, more than 15 industries. Some of the key findings is that 85% of respondents say Scrum continues to improve quality of work life. Okay. About 82% agree that certification improves the practice. 97% will continue to use Scrum in the future, which is, you know, amazing. 78% uh, are likely to recommend to uh, Scrum to their colleagues. So a, a lot of very interesting data in this report that people can download for free on our uh, website, okay. scrumalliance.org. Uh, uh, we are also um, releasing soon the salary survey. It will be a full set of salary data to uh, inform and benefit our community as well. So we surveyed about 2,000 people in 27 different industries, 91 countries. Wow. So uh, stay tuned because it's coming, it's coming okay. soon. Can I ask you a question about the status Scrum report? Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I've noticed over the last couple rounds of it is there are certain things indicated in the report about the practice of Scrum. And I'm wondering if you ever look at things like when are they doing sprint planning or when are they doing the retrospective to go back and look at how it's being practiced and taught and coached to see if you need to help the community adjust what it's doing. Example would be the last two reports. The number of organizations that do sprint planning before a sprint begins has increased. Mm -hmm. I asked Manny about that couple years ago, and he was, or two years ago, I asked him, he was like, well, at least they're trying. Mm -hmm. But then the next year it went up, and I was like, eh. Um, is, is the report used to kind of get a sense of hmm. how it's being practiced? I, I can tell you, you know, my personal opinion. I think the idea is to use all, not only this report, we're right. actually creating other reports as well with the, the help of Pinkston and also some other uh, partners like, like Forbes to understand multiple layers of the organization and how this dynamic is impacted okay. and the nuances by industry as well. We are absolutely interested in understanding the nuances uh, by industry, by even cultural, like by country, okay. you know, and um, by function as well. So this is absolutely uh, important for us. Okay. Specifically for this report, for this state of Scrum, I don't think we are diving further into this specific. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah but right. as but an, an organization. That's a really interesting thought, is yeah. to use it almost as a, a diagnostic tool for yeah. the state of Scrum well, education. Yeah, and that's the yeah. thing to me, is like I think the point of they're trying is great. But if we can't keep but having them try But if they're trying and they're doing it and they're doing it the way most people would say is unsound, then that's a little worse. Yeah. So yeah. there is an opportunity to define areas where there can be continuous improvement. I mean, okay. isn't that yeah. the core of, of Scrum? Is you know finding ways that it needs to be improved. So that yeah. interesting thought. Okay. Yeah. So what's next? What's the next big thing that you guys are working on? I mean, I I know it's been fairly recent. This changed, but there must be things you've got in play. Yeah, I think we have uh, several pending initiatives coming. Um, I don't know, Hanada, do you want to talk about thought leadership and the work we're doing around thought leadership? That would be a leading strategy in the coming year. Yeah, so uh, our uh, the idea is um, behind the thought leadership is that we want to support uh, the implementation of Agile and Scrum uh, within organizations. And we understand that you know, if, if we only work with the practitioners, 
there are other issues like the cultural barriers, I mean, the, cult the culture within the organization and also the support uh, from, from the top. Yeah. It is really important to empower people to enable the implementation. So we are trying to, through our thought leadership initiative, we are trying to not only understand how those other uh, layers and categories think, you know, how the C-suite think and how the, the mid-level right. as well think, but... Um, so one other idea uh, that we've been talking about, and I, I wouldn't say this had risen to the level of a, an actual strategic initiative where we're taking action, but the idea about taking Agile outside of IT and mm -hmm. partnering with organizations that are doing things like that, uh, our Director of Talent and Development is speaking at HR Congress in Belgium okay. on how to implement Agile practices in the HR space. Um, and so we're really looking for partnerships with people in different organizations and in different industries. Okay. Um, so bringing the, the uh, Powered by Scrum Alliance idea to other industries or things we're actively pursuing. Like education. And, correct. Yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. And, and most important, when we, when we connect with the different layers and different yeah. functions, we need to be able to relate, right? So we need to be able to speak their language, yeah. you know, be less technical, just connect with them. And that, that's part of our, our initiative as okay. well. And then I think lastly, what I would say is, I think the Scrum Alliance, um, to a great degree, are known by the quality of our training uh, and our certifications. What we are less well known for, but are building, is the quality of uh, the education provided by our registered education providers. Okay. And we are looking to, and, and that really is accredited Scrum education units, uh, many of which are offered by our certified Scrum trainers, but many of which are not. Right. Uh, we will be implementing a requirement for CSMs and above in the coming year that they will need 20 hours of SEUs awesome. to renew. The idea being that, again, certification is, isn't just a moment in time. Yeah. It's the beginning of a lifelong learning journey. And so we find that by requiring that, it, it's a mechanism not only for the learner, but for the employer to know that those letters mean that that person is staying up to date. Yeah, and continuing to and grow. And one way that they'll be able to do that is by coming back to our rep program. Okay. Uh, very low cost, easy, accessible, but quality education. And so building the Scrum Alliance as a recognized authority in agile education is another long-term strategic priority for us. Okay, cool. We're very excited about the size of this gathering. Okay. I'm ready for Austin next year. Cool. Ready for London in the fall with our European community and see all good things ahead for continued innovation. We're not, we're not stopping. All right. well, I want to say thank you for one thing. So the videos that you created that people are supposed to watch before the classes. Yeah. So I tell all my students to watch them and I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have to go watch these videos. And I learned a ton of stuff from watching oh, those really? videos. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was really cool. So thank you for making that for them. Thank you Appreciate very much. That. Thank Appreciate you. that. I'll pass yeah. it along. Cool. And thank you for taking the time out today. And I hope you have a great rest of the gathering. And I hope it doesn't snow too much tomorrow so everyone can Amen. go home. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Cool. Thank